And you're listening to Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. And, well, the election crime season is back. And joining us for regular updates on what's going on in the world of who's stealing your elections is... Greg Palast, best-selling author of The Best Democracy Money Can Buy, and the film as well. Stay tuned. So many other things. Frederick Douglass is an example of somebody who's done an amazing job and is being recognized more and more, I notice. 30 go seconds. buy Ivanka's stuff is what I would say. I'm going to well, get, I hate shopping. I'm going to go get some on myself today. I don't even think it was controversial. You know, I proved them. I haven't even heard. I haven't had one call from anybody saying, oh, that was a terrible thing you did. Welcome back to Flashpoints. And Greg Palast, welcome back to the program. The election season is on. And uh, one of your heroes uh, who you have been tracking through all of this is Chris Kobach. Uh, last we heard, he was part of an election commission. And then last we heard, he's running for governor and he's very close. Did he win, by the way? I, I hear he won, but did he win? He was campaigning with a machine gun, so maybe people were afraid to vote against him. Uh, Chris Kobach, uh, who is in charge of voting in Kansas as Secretary of State, mysteriously won the recount uh, and won the Republican primary for the governorship, beating the sitting governor, who said, you do realize that you have violated the Bar Association's rules, the violated Kansas law, you're not counting absentee ballots, you're not counting provisional ballots, but um, the Republican governor realized that the man in charge of counting the votes won, Chris Kobach, uh, and conceded him uh, by 300 suspicious votes. Now Kobach is in a dead heat three-way race, independent Greg Nor- uh, Orman and the Democratic candidate uh, who is running. It's a three-way dead heat. And Kobach, once again, is in charge of the voting. And I will be there, in fact, on uh, on uh, Labor Day weekend to uh, hunt down Kobach to serve him papers from a lawsuit um, with uh, uh, voting rights attorney Robert I, which will demand that he open up the files and tell us the names of all the voters he's purged and all the voters he's helped purge all over the nation from Georgia to Ohio to Virginia, and by the way, I think it should be, you know, he's always hiding from me, Chris Kobach, if you saw my film, you know, he's always running away from me, but um, I think I should be able to find a guy who has a 50 caliber toy machine gun bolted to the roof of his car, I and by, I can't make that up. Uh, he did create a little bit of panic when he was at a small town parade and showed up with his 50 cal. And it was right after Parkland, and all the school kids started screaming and running. <laughs> um, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't be laughing, but it's one campaign. Uh, the mayor uh, said, uh, I believe in gun rights, but, uh, you know, pointing automatic weapons at kids, uh, let's... Uh, Let's not make that part of the campaign. All right. Now, uh, again, we're speaking with Greg Powell's The Best Democracy Money Can Buy. Greg, we have to assume we have many new listeners. Our audience has uh, greatly increased in the age of Trump. I think it's important for you to step back and tell people again, remind him. I mean, Chris Kobach is not just running for governor. This guy has a history. He's a theoretical 
white supremacist. This is a yeah. guy who structurally is in support of white supremacy, and he's demonstrated it. Well, uh, for, we should understand, I don't throw out words like white supremacist easily. He is actually, while Secretary of State of Kansas, also the counsel for an organization called FAIR, whose who stated uh, purpose is to maintain a European-American America. He is vote. Uh, he is Trump's vote suppressor in chief. He was the guy that was effectively in charge of Trump's voter commission. It collapsed uh, uh, when uh, people started hitting him with Freedom of Information Act because he wants to keep the whole thing secret. How he is suppressing votes nationwide, not just in Kansas. That's very important. Kobach is head of a program called and runs a program called Interstate Crosscheck. If you remember. Kobach and Donald Trump said three million people voted twice. I'm the only journalist who actually got the names of the three million people that they said voted twice. I was able to get them. They try to keep it secret. But basically, it's seven million common names in America. Garcia, Rodriguez, David Kim, uh, and, of course, Jesse Jackson, etc. And there are, of course, because of the legacy of slavery, if you, if you have a common name, um, you're going to be uh, tagged as someone who's voted twice, and your vote can be purged. 1.1 million voters of color were purged by this program before the 2016 election, substantially and especially in Michigan. That took the state. I was there for Democracy Now!, the new edition of my film. Um, there, the Secretary of State admitted that they are very, very aggressive in using cross-check, yet they haven't convicted a single person of voting twice, but they're removing tens of thousands, tens of thousands of voters in just that state. Ohio, it's worse. Georgia, it's worse. And he's also the guy, by the way, Kobach uh, has contacted me after he ran away from me a few times. He did call me, and he took... he proudly told me that he was the man behind telling Trump to say that Mexico should pay for the wall. He's the man behind the Muslim ban. He's the man um, who is also uh, part of this uh, game to remove voters with Hispanic last names as so-called alien voters. He hasn't found a single alien voter in Kansas but he removed 36,000 people or blocked 36,000 registrations in Kansas on the grounds that people could not prove they are citizens. Hard to prove in a nation, we're not Red China, we don't have citizenship cards. And so this is, this is Chris Kobach, and it, he is national. He wrote SB 1070, the, the, the law that was knocked down as racist by the Supreme Court, SB 1070 in Arizona. He wrote the voter legislation uh, in, in Alabama, and of course, cross-check, which is, a, which is in over 20 GOP-controlled states. This guy is a national threat to voting rights and, of course, a special target of also uh, I'm coordinating with the ACLU in Kansas. Um, and so it, it's this is, a, this is the man. And, and he was the guy watch. that Trump picked to be uh, the head of that ill-fated uh, national voter investor, whatever the hell that commission was called. Oh, right. So, yes, he was put in charge of, uh, technically it was Pence in charge, but it was Kobach, vice president, who was running the show. And it collapsed because Kobach was operating in secret. And, by the way, until 
Until we do have uh, um, a Putin takeover, we do have an open government in the federal government. They have to give us the records. Kobach has refused to give me his vote suppression records, and so that's why I am bringing a lawsuit against him there. And then his henchmen in Illinois, where Jesse Jackson is my co-plaintiff, and then I'm going off to uh, on uh, October 6th after I serve Kobach, and his machine gun, I'll be going off to uh, see his uh, his machine gun friend, Brian Kemp, Secretary of State of Georgia, who is running for governor while he is in charge of cleansing the voter rolls of Florida. Brian Kemp, uh, the Republican candidate, again, who squeaked through his primary. Um, again, he's in charge of the vote. He won his primary in Georgia. And now uh, he is running against Stacey Abrams, the Democrat for governor of Georgia. Stacey Abrams would be the first elected black female governor in American history if she wins. But she's going to have the headwind that her opponent, Brian Kemp, ordered the removal of, ready, 519,000 Georgia voters from the voter rolls. Can you prove that? Yeah, uh, that he has admitted Oh no, he's 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 admitted it. Now I got to get the name. I am demanding that he turn over under the National Voting uh, National Voter Registration Act that he turn over the names of those voters and the reason why each one was removed. We have computer analysts standing by, including Mark Sweetland, who's listening to this program now. Thank you, and uh, to go through the entire list and unpurge people as fast as we can, and in addition, stop this nonsense of this mass purge operation this is what's choosing our president's our president chose trump and it could choose uh the the governor of georgia and the governor of kansas and, and, uh, and back voters. to kansas uh, i want to be clear mm-hmm. that he's got Kobach, who you just described uh, aptly as a uh, an extreme right winger and a white supremacist that's what that's my term but uh, he really looks no, like is. that he's got a good chance to be the governor right well it's the the problem is for his opponents that's a three-way race his his opponents he has Greg Orman who um ran independently before with the Democratic Party's tacit support but this time the Democrats are putting up their own candidate who unfortunately went along with some of Kobach's vote suppression stuff you know this is the problem with the Democratic Party is that they often kind of go along and they said even they, the Democratic candidate, for example, backed the idea that you should be that you should require voters to show their prove their citizenship. The thing is, almost every one of the thirty six thousand voters blocked were Democrats. It's mostly young people, by the way, who can't who don't have passports. That's a white, rich white document, frankly, and uh, and yet there's. You have passports or your original birth certificate, and a lot of them don't know where their parents hid it. Uh, and so he knocked out 36,000 voters. Now, the courts, I should mention, the federal district court threw out uh, Kobach's citizenship rule, saying he couldn't name one single alien, one single illegal foreign voter of the 36, uh, amongst the 36,000 he blocked. He couldn't name one. And so she said, this is clearly... An attack on voting rights has nothing to do with keeping foreigners out of our election. And yet the Democrat had supported this this crazy uh, concept. And so that that opened a space for this uh, independent Greg Orman to come in and say, 
well, instead of Kobach or Kobach Light, how about me? This is the, you know, the Democrats have got to decide which side they're on, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not uh, supporting any candidate or not candidate. That's not my job. My job is to, is to get those facts out and stop the mass purge and blockade of voters that Kobach is orchestrating. Again, not just in Kansas, but nationwide. He's the guy who creates these lists, these purge lists that are being used in these other states. He's got a list of um, 95 million names that he's passing around to his GOP buddies. That's dangerous stuff. You're listening to Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. We're speaking with Greg Pallister, and we continue our regular coverage of the upcoming, the 18 elections, and Greg Pallister is number one when it comes to trying to hold the powers that be accountable uh, when it comes to the disenfranchisement of uh, voters, which is the main focus of the Republicans, but the Democrats play that uh, very cagey in terms of how they do and don't get involved, even when they know it's happening. And I, uh, again, Greg Palast, uh, is the author of The Best Democracy Money Can Buy, a great book about this, uh, and his film, the movie, uh, sort of, uh, accents the key aspects of what he has reported about in the book, uh, and all along the way. Uh, and Greg, I want to turn your attention to Ohio, uh, which was a squeaker. You write about the, uh, election, the battle between Balderson and, uh, the Democrat, Denny O'Connor. According to the official tally, Republican Troy Balderson currently leads by a mere 1,564 votes or 0.8% in the race for Ohio's 12th congressional district. This is a very important race. But you say, actually, it's not that close that no, the Democrat uh, won. How do you know? If you can, Now, I say now there's an if here. If they allow all the votes to be counted. Here's the problem. You have several thousand provisional ballots, what I call placebo ballots. You know, you show up, your name's not on the voter roll, so they give you a ballot called a provisional ballot. And so you think you voted, but you haven't. So it's kind of a placebo ballot. But there's conditions in which you can fight to get those counted. One of the problems is if your name has been illegally removed from the voter rolls, you can fill out 20 uh, provisional ballots. They will not count them, even if it's unfair, even if you're wrongly removed. And here's the trick. Um, the Republicans basically won, or I should say stole this congressional election. A month earlier in June, when the United States Supreme Court approved Ohio's removing a half a million voters based on the fact that they were sent postcards by the Secretary of State, a, a re- violent Republican named John Houston, uh, partisan as could be, he sent mostly voters of color and young voters and urban voters postcards to confirm their mailing address, their, their voting address. If they didn't return the cards, because they look like junk mail. They really look like junk mail. In fact, I, I'm not guessing. I actually had junk mail experts say this card was designed not to be noticed, not to be returned. Eighty percent of the people who got those cards didn't return them, and they were removed from the Ohio voter rolls. And that was approved by the Supreme Court. And that is what won the special election for the Republicans. That was the margin. So you have all these people who showed up who were shocked to find that their names were missing from the voter rolls, especially in Franklin County, where uh, a part of the district is in, uh, uh, is in Columbus, which is African-American city. The rest of the, of the district is pretty white. Um, and, you know, the Republicans 
we're having struggling getting getting even white voters to uh, go along with uh, a pro-Trump candidate. So we ended up with the election basically being determined by the Supreme Court's permitting Ohio to simply erase names of of uh, people that they had targeted um, under you know with cockamamie excuses. And by the way, half the, half a million of the people targeted were names given to them by Chris Kobach again. There he is in the shadows, given to John Houston, the Republican Secretary of State of, of Ohio. And, and that was the election. And again, now, by the way, you, think about this again. Provisional ballots from people whose names were erased from the voter rolls. That was in the Kansas gubernatorial primary. Um, absentee ballots not counted. Again, that was in the, the, um, uh, the Kansas primary. So what Kobach does in Kansas is simply repeated, you know, GOP monkey style by the secretaries of state of Ohio and Michigan and Georgia and several others. They are following Kobach lockstep. Greg, I don't get it, though. Like, this is portrayed, you know, this is a battle many people feel against. It's the battle against Trump who is obviously a very dangerous man for many reasons. But it doesn't become a battle when it comes right down to it. Where is Danny O'Connor? He sort of reminds me of Al Gore in 2000, giving it over, even though there is extensive proof that there's big problems and the fight should be, the throwdown should happen. What the hell is going on there? Uh, you're asking me to... Crawl into the tiny minds of Democrats. So you know, I'm a journalist. <laughs> I, I can't speculate. I'm not a psychologist or phrenologist reading the bumps on their skulls. The, the one of the things, though, that we see again and again and again, and it's one of the reasons why people say, "Oh, you seem to have disappeared from MSNBC um, or MSDNC," as I call it, because I won't say the problem with the voter rolls is that Russians are hacking the voter rolls. The, the GOP is hacking the voter rolls. We see it. We know it. In fact, they're proud of it. They just won't give us the details because they know that then I'll prove that, it, that, it's, that it's illegitimate and wrongful and racist. But the Democratic Party has taken the position that um, the only danger is somehow some, some pimply teenager in Moscow uh, hacking our voter rolls. Um, and yes, yes, the Russians apparently did get the voter rolls of Illinois. And just so you know, they could do it um, simply by uh, making a request for a download of the file. <laughs> Legally, it's, it's a public document. But the real nasty stuff, the Democrats, not all the Democrats are silent. Stacey Abrams, who is running for governor of Georgia, has said to, to me directly and on camera, Chris Kobach is a racist. He's violently anti-immigrant, he's a racist, he does not like voters of color, and she even helped me understand the process by which Kobach was stealing votes. But again, I want to go back that Stacey Abrams is the first African-American woman running for uh, governor, or, or that would be the first African-American woman governor if she wins. And once again, I mean, the Congressional Black Caucus, there's few uh, in, in that crew who are fooled. They know what's going on. The problem is with the uh, Democratic White Congressional Caucus, which seems to have no knowledge, no concern, and no care for what happens to black voters. You know, once every couple of years they say, oh, give us your vote because otherwise other terrible guys will be there. But they actually don't do anything to protect that vote. Wow. 
Again, you're listening to Greg Palast on Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. We begin again in this election season to work with Greg, who does some of the really, uh, some of the most important work in terms of dealing with voter suppression. And that is uh, the modus operandi of the Republican Party with the sort of tacit consent, uh, as we're hearing from the Democrats. I guess they don't want to look like they're sore losers or it's really hard to understand. And given that there is so much at stake, uh, everybody's willing to talk. You know, they spend a lot of time on Donald Trump and the Russia frenzy. But, they, you know, it, it would seem that, that